You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, horny family. I'm back solo episoding. I hope everyone's had a good week. I've had a meh, I see, I see, so, so week. Had a date night. Didn't go exactly how I planned it. My children are driving me fucking insane. It's raining. It's rained a little too much this week for me personally. And you know what? Truth be told, sometimes I just get overtaken, overswept around so much testosterone and then like little prepubescent, my stepson, and then a four-year-old who thinks he's a goddamn man. Sometimes it's just a man's world that I'm in. So I have to wave the white flag sometimes and go with the mother fucking flow and find the ways that it can benefit me so that I can keep my fucking sanity. And if you can relate, God bless you. Also, for the OG horny family, it's a moody Monday. So it's not fucking Monday. It's not, I'm not recording this on a Monday. But this episode is for Moody Monday. I'm going to let it be that one. I'm in the mood to talk shit. And whilst we're talking shit, I'm actually going to be really uplifting and bring us all back together for a kumbaya moment at the end. And probably sprinkled throughout but I'm gonna drop a lot of shit as well this is a PJ's martini margarita wine a little thing of tequila with a chaser next to it episode cozy up I don't think the guys want to be here if you do hello I don't care if you're listening and loving I don't care if you're masturbating listening I don't fucking care but this one is not going to be I don't think I say a lot of arousing words this episode next week definitely it's on the sketch so you can sit tight and wait go grab your wife and she can listen to this episode ladies I want to talk about a topic that It can't just be spoken about willy-nilly. I mean, there's layers to this shit. Female friendships. Female friendships is what I'm talking about. Whether you have a lot of friends or you have a small circle, a couple of friends, no fucking friends, your cat or your friends, your family or your friends, wherever you fall on the map. As grown fucking women... I think we can all relate 
to how we fucking feel about it. Because we have to interact with each other. The housewives, I am calling out to you. Uh, Can you hear me? And I heard it back. Okay. As a mom, as a wife, girlfriend, whatever, stepmom, whatever. Going into your man's world, whether it be business dinners, Go into this preschool, go into your stepchildren's, one of their events. Going out in the world where you have to mingle with the other housewives. How do you feel? What goes through your head? What's that experience like? Depending on where you live, this could be an everyday occurrence. Living in the burbs. I live in the burbs, Hiller. You know, I mean, it's, it's an autopilot thing for us ladies. I mean, come on. We're not new. This isn't high school. We've been out in the world. We all glowed up from any, I mean, God willing, we all glowed up from the high school days, unless you peaked in high school. And in that case, fuck you, because you probably deserved it. Especially if like you were the mean bitch. If you were like a mean bitch in high school and that, and you peaked and then you got knocked up real soon and you married a fucking loser who was kind of popular in high school, but he's a fucking loser now and you're fucking miserable because he cheats on you all the time and you're at home just angry. That was karma. I think that was karma. Since that was a diss, I want to now give a shout out to all the ladies, all the moms, single moms, tied down moms, whatever you are, that go out there and fucking are smiling and sweet. And you're not just smiling and sweet and start conversations and compliment their outfit. And you have no problem telling where you got your shirt that you got it from Marshall's the other day on fucking sale. You don't care. You're the sweet lover. You're not a fucking taker. You're the blessings of the world. You're the blessings of the world. We love you. We love a good girl's girl. We do. And I thank my mother for always showing me the definition of a badass ride or die girl's girl. And I'll be the first one. When someone gives me a compliment, I'm like, my hair, it's not real. Mm -mm. Nope. Fake. I buy it. Oh, my shirt. Bought it on fucking Amazon. I do not like when girls try to be like, oh, I don't know. I got this as a gift the other day. I don't know. Shut the fuck up. You know where you got your shirt, bitch. I won't wear it on the same day. I'm not going to go buy it and go put it on and ask you to do twinsy day with me. Okay. I will tell you, if I ever tell you I don't know where something is from, I'm not fucking lying because I will send you a link so fucking fast, a link that I do not make any fucking commission on because share the love, get 10 times love back, baby. It's real. Okay, Jordan, why are you going on a tangent about women and our relationships and how we intermingle? I will get there. We're going to go, we're going to talk about some points, okay? We're going to talk about what some of the listeners have had to say about what it's like being in our late 20s, early 30s, mid 30s, late 30s, early 40s, meeting women, your old friends versus your new friends, who do you trust, who do you not trust, what's the vibe, etc. But I'll tell you how I got here. I'll tell you what dropped this little lemon drop in my head. And I was like, we need to talk about this. 
So I mentioned earlier in the very beginning of the episode that I went on a date night this week and I went to the casino Elaine by my house. So if you want to kidnap me, I live kind of close to that area. And we go there all the time. And it's really, it's new, it's really clean, I love it, it doesn't smell like cigarette smoke like some casinos, and it has restaurants in it, and we go get sushi, etc. And we were having fun, okay, I was having fun, I had a couple of spicy marks with my sushi, and we were gambling, and we were winning. And you know when you're winning, and you're gambling, and you're drinking, it's just even more of a good fucking time, right? Like... I'm unstoppable. I'm going to do a high leg kick. I'm going to woo. I don't care. I'm on an Indian reservation in fucking Washington. I'm not in Vegas. I really don't give a fuck what anyone thinks about me. At this point, you know, I'm just having date night. I think I actually, we were going by different names. My husband and I were taught, were, what was my name? Camilla. I was Camilla on date night. He was still Derek. Yeah, he was like, what should I be? I'm like, you're going to stay Derek. You deserve a Camilla right now, okay? So we're playing roulette. We had already eaten. We're having fun. We're flirting. This was going in the direction of we're going to have sex, which my kid cocked blocked that at the end of the night. Just want to throw that out there so all everyone can realize that my life is unfortunately very normal as well and bad shit happens to good people with good intentions. Anyways, I was looking really fucking cute on the date. Really cute. I had black, distressed, acid-washed mom jeans high-waisted on with a tight little outside like seam where the seams are on the outside. Long sleeve crop top that was nude. That was just so fucking it. And I had on gold jewelry, lobe sleek pony, and these super fucking cute little black heels that are just all the rage right now. If you see them, you'll be like, oh yeah, everyone's wearing those. And I don't know what the fuck they're called. It looks like a pillow. It looks like a belt. Like the black material, I don't know what it's called, but it's fucking cute. I was looking precious, precious moments. So as I'm playing roulette, I know I was getting, there's no mask mandate anymore. The CDC, that's not a guideline anymore. If you are vaccinated, you do not have to wear a mask. But Elena was enforcing this rule still, and I wasn't about to fight or be a Karen. I was just, I went in and put my mask on like I was told, and went to eat. And when you're eating and drinking, you don't have to wear one. Long story short, there was a sir. His name was Tony. I'll tell you how I found that out later. This bigger gentleman comes over and he's like, "You need to pull your mask up." It was a chin diaper at this point. And I was like, oh my, come on, I got my drink, I'm drinking, I'm doing this. And uh, he's like, nope, I'm not going to give you another warning. And so I pull it up and I was like, okay, whatever, like boo, party pooper. Anyways, we go on. So we move on. We're actually going to cash out and we spy my neighbor, my neighbor's husband. I'm going to call him my neighbor because he is a breath of fresh air. He's so nice, polite, funny, etc. His wife is a fucking Karen, like total bitch that I have tried and tried 
to befriend. She leaves me on red, doesn't respond to me, is really fake to my face, like the, the perma screwed on smile. She sells makeup. If you're if you're getting the picture, she sells like that makeup, the some fucking natural product that makes her look 10 years older than she is because it goes into every little crack. And she's beautiful without makeup. But that's the unfortunate part is that she puts the stuff on her face and ages herself terribly. And I want to tell her so badly. And so I was working on befriending her to help her hydrate her face. And unfortunately for her, and fortunately for me, I see what kind of person she is. And there's no me helping you with your makeup game anymore. Okay, back to the story. Anyways, I see this man. I say hello. My husband says hello. And Tony, big boy Tony, comes and approaches and goes, I gave you your final warning, ma'am. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I had a drink in my fucking hand. So I'm not going to go and talk about the mask anymore because that's besides the point. I think the guy didn't like that I was being a little boisterous and probably was tipsier than he enjoyed seeing me be. And instead of being a lady and (laughs) saying, okay, we have to go, babe, I was embarrassed. But instead of cowering away, I looked directly at the gentleman's name tag. And I said, sir, Tony, you really need to get some pussy. You're kicking me out because my mask isn't over my nose. I was taking a drink. You're watching me like eagle eye. And then I proceeded to point at other people whose masks were down at the time and said, do they need to leave? And all of them were like, bitch, why are you calling me out? It was a really sad, uncool moment for me. And I'm sure that was entertaining for my neighbor and slightly entertaining for me to replay in my head the next morning. So that was date night. It didn't go well. I know I sound very triggered because I am by my neighbor who wouldn't be my friend and I don't understand why she hates my fucking guts. And so now, duh, obviously, I actively hate her guts back and think she's a giant see you next Tuesday. And I'm at the point where I'm just waiting for her to be like, oh, do you think I don't like you? And I'm just going to be like, listen, bitch, here's A, B, and C, D, E, F, G reason why I think that. So let's not pretend, okay? Are you a Gemini? Because I'm getting a little two faces vibe. Every single one of her posts, yes, I hate followed and unfollowed to show my disdain. After her random unfollowing, do you see that how I make this this whole giant thing? I have no idea what's going on. And the lesson you should learn from this is communication. So if we could all just talk to each other, we wouldn't be left in our corners blowing things up in our head when there's really nothing at all happening. Except I think she's just a bitch. That's truly what it is. I think I just ruffle those little Karen feathers. I I would bet my Bitcoin that that's the case. I tell all of this why. Why am I sharing all of this? To relate, to be relatable that I am just another petty overthinker with crippling anxiety that doesn't understand when a person doesn't communicate their problems. I am 
wish if I could rub a genie lamp, this is not what I would wish for, but I secretly do wish a little bit that I had the passive aggressive game. I'm not good at it. I don't know how to do it. I know how to be aggressive. I know how to tell you exactly how I'm feeling. I know how to be cordial and wave and smile and be fake because society, I'm definitely 1000% blaming just having fucking manners on being fake because sometimes you fucking have to. And I want to talk about where is the line drawn in being fake and being two-faced and then being cordial and well-mannered and kind. And before we move on to all the the things, all of the the good things, the thing, the little onion layers we're going to peel back. The last little poop, the little poop, the little shit I have to talk is cuz I have to. I have to do this last thing. This woman, my Karen neighbor, makes these ridiculous reels all with a heavy undertone of MLM, if you feel me. And they're all about being a kind woman and women empowering women, which we're going to talk about that. But I had to unfollow. I did because they made me want to eat glass. And what really made me crave the glass was knowing that she could see that I'm viewing them and my pride. I just can't take it. I can't take it. And I'm not... I know people are going to disbelieve this because I really put my psycho out there, wear my psycho on my sleeve, but I'm not psycho enough to have a fake social media account. I don't fucking have time, the energy or the heart or the skill set. If someone wanted to sell like a template, like a pre-made fake Instagram with all the things that looked like a real person... Yes, please. I would prefer like a 19-year-old homosexual man, and I would like to go out a bunch of straight people that are married that would suck dick on the side. That would be the, the fake Instagram that I would like to run. No way in hell, in hell, would I have one to just go watch other bitches shit. Like, I'll just go do it. Hi, hello, it's me. I'm here on your page watching. But I can't take it when it's my neighbor who won't talk to me because then I just like come hello hi hello do you see me that I'm not gonna do okay so moving forward let's get to some real nitty-gritty let's listen to what you had to say about your experiences with meeting women your feelings your insecurities etc and I will update you every moody monday on if anything changes, I'm going to go and take like a little wind check. I just licked my finger and raised it in the air and I don't feel like any winds are blowing. No winds have changed. So probably we'll just act in avoidance for the remainder of the time that I live on the street, which I think another reason I have so much unbothered, no fucks given in expressing all this on my podcast is because I don't see this as like my forever home that I'm planting my roots. No, like get me the fuck out of here. Give me a for sale sign whenever I can. I will hammer that bitch into our front yard and we will peace the fuck out. 
bye-bye. I'm sure there are some of you out there that can relate. You're like, no, this is my transition home where we're transitioning. So it's got a ticking time bomb on it before I, the bomb, go off. I've got my eyes on the prize, visual boards out the asshole. I am manifesting. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I am blessed AF. And I will bask in my home that I love, my safe space. But it doesn't mean I'm planting trees. I'm not doing a kitchen renovation. Just not getting too comfy. You know what I mean. Okay, so let's talk about women empowering women. Let's talk about, you're like, bitch, you've said this a couple of times, empower me, enlighten me. I want to talk about the the fad of it all. The fad of it all. That it's like an it thing, you know, like it's a trend. Hashtag, I just did the hashtag with my two piece sign fingers. Hashtag women empowering women. We're all about it. We're all for it. And we need to take a little look inward and go, do I really display that? Because it all sounds wonderful. It does. Because why the fuck should we not? And I'll tell you why it's harder than it just sounds. And it's also easier than it sounds. It's both of those little mind fucks. We can start by uplifting one another and not talking shit about each other. Key example, the whole intro of my show. I was talking shit, probably not an uplifting move. (laughs) She's self-aware, remember? No, I'm being funny, but really, you can't say you're supporting someone. I mean, I sure as hell know I'm not fucking supporting my neighbor and her makeup business. I want to throw that makeup in the fucking toilet uh, where it belongs. But when we want to uplift one another and help each other, you want to bookmark those fucking Instagram pictures. You want to share, 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 because unfortunately in society, reposting and sharing and sending helps bitches. So find a way to help a bitch. Empowering other women when women own businesses, you fucking root for them. You support them. You show that, hey, I care whether I'm actually want to eat any of that food, purchase any of those items. I'm here showing my solidarity because I'm your friend. Or if you're not friends and you don't know them and you're about the women empowering women movement, then there's you being a good sweet Samaritan. But are you talking shit about her after? Are you going and telling everyone you donate to help the cause and you think it's sad and pathetic? Because now you're just a fake bitch. You know, you see where the fate comes in. It's kind of like saying, I'm a girl's girl, but you're the girl that everyone thinks you'd fuck their man, you know? And it's like, just because you have these 10 girlfriends and you're in a friendship circle, it does not mean you're a girl's girl. They could all fucking hate you behind your back and they don't let their boyfriend hang around you without them because they think you're a scandalous bitch. I guess I'm talking women empowering women and not maybe the traditional sense of the boss babe world out there, which could be a whole fucking podcast episode. I'm not sure I'm the right fit to lead that conversation (laughs) at this moment in time, but I can talk to you all day about bitches being bitches and what it means to be a girl's girl, what it means to be a good friend. I think that's something that in certain points of my life I took advantage of, I took for granted, 
I didn't know how to be one. And I think with time, growing older, becoming a mother, a wife, appreciating the good friends I had in my life and how they treated me, that I so badly wanted to make sure that I was being a good friend back. I think before I was always, I'm always myself, but I could see where I could be a better friend. That's something that the older my child gets and the more I like reality returns to me and I'm like, oh, I will have a life again one day. It won't be as chaotic as this is. Maybe it'll be super crazy, but in a different way. But there's something about old friends for me. I don't know about for you. Something about old friends that you can just pick right up where you left off. You can not talk for months, pick up the phone, talk to them, and you're laughing and peeing your pants, and you're right back there. Because those friendships, they they have deep roots. They're the girls you turn to when it's a really hard time. There's someone who's going to understand, someone who's going to see you, see your heart listen to you, slap it out of you, snap it out of you. You know, one of the two, not sugarcoat it. We have our sugarcoat friends. Sometimes the, sh- the ones that are a good shoulder to cry on and a good hype session. I mean, you definitely need a girl that's going to hype your ass up, but you need a girlfriend who's going to call your ass out too when you're being a dumb bitch. Now, when it comes to meeting new women friends, for me, I don't live in the state where all of my closest, oldest friends are. I have started over many times in my life. I've moved a lot growing up, always ended back in Texas, and I moved as a young adult, and I moved to Washington six years ago. God, I can't believe it's been that long. And making girlfriends. I moved to Portland, actually, and then I moved to Washington five years ago making girlfriends, you would think I'd have fucking more friends. Like just saying that I was like, well, that was sad. Uh, It's challenging. I think it's challenging because there's a lot of factors. The season of life I'm in, my children's ages, how they correlate, having a stepson, being in sports, having a toddler in preschool, having a husband who started his own company, working from home, transitioning from working at an office for somebody to creating his own company so that we can have the life we've always dreamed of. And we're all under the fucking same roof right now. And let me tell you, the Patreon's going to go into that a lot more. It's going to be Dear Diary, if you fucking will. I've noticed since everyone's like, since it was lockdown time and the masks became a thing, it was super hard to connect with other moms out in social settings. Like I couldn't, I would have to like smize really hard. Like I'm smiling out of my eyes so fucking hard. Be my friend, talk to me. And then you can't even understand what the fuck they're saying. So you're like trying to have a conversation. I don't know if she's yelling at her kid or if she wants to talk to me or if she's on her AirPods. The mask almost like made me feel insecure. That sounds so silly. But I did ask that in one of my poll questions. Do masks make it harder for you to connect with other moms at events? 84% of you said yes. 16% of you said no. I also asked, do you trust your longest friendships more than new ones? Trust like, does this girl have my back? Does she have my best interest in mine? 
is she a girl's girl? 65% of you said yes, that you trust your longer friends more. 35% of you were like, no, bitch, I'm all-inclusive. I trust new ones just as much as the old ones, and we love you for that. I'm sure you're a sweet girl. Do you find it difficult making new women friends? The older you get, the busier you get. 88% of you said yes. 12% of you are really lovable and have a great social life. Good for you. You said no. I also asked, what were some things that kept you or like the insecurities that you had when you met other women? What's going through your head when you feel intimidated? What is it in your head that you're thinking, feeling? Let me read you some of your responses. Someone wrote, wondering if they are the kind of friends that have to be doing something or if they can chill. Yes, yes, um, I will tell you that it is important to me to have a girlfriend that I can sit and be fucking quiet with. Like, I'm on my phone and you're on your phone and we're both sucked into our screens, conditioning our brains isolated in our own little corners, and we're not bothering each other. So that's special to me. I also want to be able to eat and watch Housewives and just go to you for points of reference and have some of that time for you to chill the fuck out. I don't need to always be going. And I'll tell you something I am guilty of. I am guilty, shocking, this will shock you, for probably talking too much sometimes to fill the space when I first, first meet someone. Not when I'm comfy. When I'm comfy, I don't need to say anything. I can sign language you with my own version of sign language. But when I first meet someone, I will worry that they are uncomfortable or shy. And so I'm like going to fill all the gap in and ask you questions and try to make you feel welcome while at the same time making you feel uncomfortable. It's a weird gift. Another girl wrote users, what's in it for me people, aka takers. No bueno. That is how you get a girl to not fucking trust you. If you are constantly seeing what you can get out of it and it feels transactional, and I'm not talking about networking, okay, let's not get it twisted because networking is a beautiful thing. It's all about who you know. Praise be, hallelujah. I'm talking about friendships and painting a different picture than what's really going on and you see a pattern of someone taking and it's really obvious and the takers are the ones that like think they're being smooth and all of us empaths over here in the corner are like hello I fucking see you and I know you're taking advantage of the fact that I'm a people pleaser so sure I'm gonna do this favor for you and then I'm gonna resent you and just put a little check mark in the box next to taker next to your name in my heart Someone else wrote, if they will talk shit. Mm, Yes, I'm sure people are listening to me like, well, we know Jordan will talk shit. And ouch, I'm like, how do I feel about this? Well, A, I know that I'm being real. I know that I'm being authentic to myself. And C, I know what kind of friend I am. So I think if you have friends and you have a rift and you care about the person and you really like the person... You don't just walk away. If there is something that happens, that's having relationships. 
you need to talk to them about it. You need to bring it up. You need to tell someone how it makes you feel. That's the best part about being a girl. They're not going to act like a fucking dude and stonewall you or gaslight you or be emotionally unavailable. I don't think any men are listening by now. I'm sure they left six minutes in maximum. So the ladies, if they aren't a dumb bitch or maybe they have some emotional issues themselves, maybe she's an Aquarius, they should be okay with you wanting to talk about it. And if it's super weird to them, then at least you did your part. Now, I'm like, wait a second. We don't want to hear you yap about it all the time. If something bothers you, you should bring it up if it merits it. But if you're super fucking sensitive and you've been told your whole life that you're a big fucking crybaby, then maybe you should look inward and go, am I taking this personally? So there is my really healthy advice. And by merit it, I think that means you have to ask yourself a couple questions if something upsets you. Now that we're adults and grown-ass women, you have to sometimes go, is this in any way about me? Like, because most of the time it is. Most of the time it is. Uh, there's some, there can be some projection there. I'm going to credit this to all the therapists I've had in my life. Thank you for all saying basically the same fucking thing. P.S. For all the people that have been listening since the beginning, I have found a new therapist alert. I have found a new therapist. So that's exciting to tell you. But yeah, the question is, is this about me? And is this any part of this about because I don't love myself in a particular way? And you were like, okay, wow, this is deep. This is harsh. This is what? But that's that's what it is sometimes. Where do we feel connected in the actions that trigger us by this person? Where can we turn and look inward? And then if this person really did wrong us or said something and it hurt our feelings and they didn't know, and maybe it is you being a Virgo. I know the star signs. I know I'm just really being annoying with them. But it doesn't hurt to bring it up, to communicate, so then they can know you're sensitive as shit and know better, you know, so we can all learn each other. And everybody isn't for everybody, you know? Let people vibe. If it's not a vibe, don't force it. You can't fucking force it. You don't want to force it. I'm 31 years old. I'm done. I'm, no, mm -mm, not participating in giving my energy into friendships that suck the life out of me or people where all they do is complain and I'm all down for a bitch sesh I'm all down for a pow wow but if that is the vibe that you're carrying like I can transition right out I can talk shit and then I can literally kiss you on the lips buy you a shot high five you and sing kumbaya we're great I don't like when people can sit really sit in that victim mentality it does make me feel fucking nauseous honestly and maybe it's because I identify with being a people pleaser my friend calls it she's a recovering people pleaser so I need to start claiming that shit but I guess when someone's in super victimhood I feel like nothing I can say or do makes them feel better 
so I feel useless. And so that's where it makes me feel defeated. Like how I just brought that back to me. Hmm. What's that mean? Today my therapist asked me, because she's new, we got a newbie, you know, it takes some time to peel back those little layers if I'm an overthinker. You know, I didn't tell her that I have a podcast today. She didn't ask my hobbies, so, or my side passion proj. She didn't ask, so um, I'll get there. I only had 45 minutes. Did you know therapy? A therapy hour is 50 minutes. It's not really an hour. And I'm like, no wonder. I thought all these therapists are fucking assholes. I'm like, y'all always cut out early. Like, I was not done crying you know? (laughs) But now I've been in long enough to know that those fuckers do 50 minute sessions. And now I like have learned that's a thing. But I told this lady 45 minutes. It's on my, my time. Okay. 45 minutes. It's really because I have to go be my children's Uber driver. If you know, you fucking know all the moms know. And as moms, besides just being women, And we all know, like, it's an unspoken girl code. You know what I'm fucking saying when I say as women, how women can be. And I I hate that that sounds negative, but it, 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 it's real life. I mean, I don't have a daughter, but if I had a daughter, I would be like, yeah, girls can be bitchy and hormonal and moody and sensitive and dramatic And there's so many amazing, beautiful things. Obviously, all of that shit is worth the fucking treasure that friendship is. But the moms really fucking know how hard it is to gauge what another mom is thinking. Or at least this is something I struggle with. There's so many types of moms, okay? Which we could briefly like do a little rundown of the types of moms that we come in contact with out in the wild. And... You've got to gauge, like, do we parent the same way? Are we like-minded? Will will we get along as a couple, as a unit? Like, I'm assessing this as if, like, I'm on Match.com trying to meet a spouse. And I'm wanting to find the perfect little puzzle pieces to satisfy my couple of friendship goals. There's a lot of unspoken gauging of one another and I'm talking I think I have it pretty down pat my judgment my judgmental skills of the types of moms you've got the mom that's barely holding on like desperate like like longing for you to conversate with her I've been her and I've seen her I recognize the the call in her eyes a lot of them have newborns They've been hidden in their home. Their hair is typically dirty. There's milk stains on their clothes. They are desperate for alcohol at any hour. They want to slap people randomly. And their baby isn't what they thought it would be. But here they are. We have the knows every fucking thing mom. She may or may not have twins. Uh, She knows everything she's well connected with every fucking pediatrician and knows all the preschools and knows all the teachers and is a big fucking ass kisser and is judgmental but secretly longs to get 
fucked hardcore, is what I'm guessing. <laughs> this woman may or may not pass out a card with her Instagram handle and profile picture on it. This can roll right into the Jesus mom. And I am not religion shaming. Repeat, I am not. I'm just saying there's a scent about the granoliness. They have really cute granola clothing. We air dry the hair, makeup free face. Always at church. The girls are dressed cute. There's an Instagram picture on Sunday church. She's asking me if I have any prayer requests, and I'm giving her all of them. I'm like, bring it on. The more people out there sending out those good vibes for me, the better. Pray for me, please. I can't tell if she's totally getting laid, if she's lying about getting laid, or if she's not getting laid. Or a combination of that doesn't make sense but something sexually is there she's a breeding machine okay next i don't know enough about military wives i've had nothing but pleasant experiences and bonded with them and they're nice as fucking shit they seem to like click together with other military wives which makes sense because they can all relate to one another and the hardships that they endure with having husbands either deployed or on a schedule that's not really fucking easy y'all deserve 18 awards and to be paid for that shit and i hope you're getting all-star sex when you're getting it ladies we've got the party mom the party mom she could also be the pharmaceutical mom the alky mom there's a combination she could just be the party mom she could be the cannabis mom uh those tend to be a little bit chiller moms and those are harder to spot in the wild uh i'm a cannabis mom for sure but it's not always what you think because cannabis moms are not fucking burnouts. We are just maybe not on the pharma train and which I appreciate Western medicine. If you must know, my children are vaccinated. So please don't come for me, okay? But I do love me some cannabis and that's my Xanax, okay? Maybe once upon a time in Mexico, I'll have me a nice Zanny and a tequila, but... While I'm here on the home front, I got to stay sharp. I got to stay sharp for the people. They're depending on me to live, basically. There's a lot more other moms, so many that I could list, but we don't have time for that. But there were some uh, main ones you run into at the preschool. There can also be a nice combination milkshake of these mothers, which is a real treat, to be honest. For all the non-moms, this is what you have to look forward to when you become, when and if you become a mother. And if you don't, that's great too. But these are what bitches are going to morph into at some point. I'd love to hear the other types of moms. So you can DM me and tell me of another stereotype that I'm forgetting about. Okay, so I had someone DM me on Instagram when I was asking the questions about how we feel this day and age when we meet other women. She said, it depends on the situation and the people. If I'm at the park, beach, zoo, etc., hanging out with the kids, I have no problems trying to make friends. Not hesitant in striking up a combo for the most part. But if it's like a social event, husband's work event in Orange County, for example, I'm definitely going in with a more intimidated mindset. 
She's prettier than me. Her clothes are nicer than mine. She has a full fresh face of filler and Botox. She's a mom and a career woman. That's a natural threat to me. I don't know why I think that way. I guess I just naturally compare myself to others. Very toxic trait I apparently have. And if a woman has something that I may want but don't have, mostly in the looks and body department, it makes those feelings more intense dare I say jealous, more envious maybe. And okay, thank you bitch for fucking telling the goddamn truth. So many women will just completely deny because that word jealous, right? The word jealous, I mean, not cute, right? You think like, oh, you know, nothing's uglier than a green jelly monster or green with envy or whatever the fucking sayings are. The only time that I think it's cute to sometimes be jealous is for your man to stroke their ego. And, but really the feeling inside of real jealousy (laughs) doesn't feel very good, okay? And there's a difference between territorial and jealous. There's a fine, fine line. And I'm all for the territorial bitches. Hello, pound it. I'm here for you girl's girl, but I get this. I get this because that's what we do as fucking women. The style's always changing. Things are in, things are out. There's a look, there's how it's supposed to be on Instagram, which everything's curated and clipped out of our lives and we put the best fucking thing forward because everyone's comparing it to everyone's shit. And half of it is all baloney, meaning so many bitches are fucking liars and use Facetune and the leggy stretchy stretch and everyone doesn't have pores. No one has pores. Pores and Instagram, they don't even go together. Not to mention how it gives us an inside look to celebrities. So now they're not just movie stars on the screen. We can we can we get a peek in. We get to see deeper, peel the onion, and it just makes us want that. Or it's interesting, intriguing, or maybe it repulses you, and you're like, "Fuck that! I wouldn't want that for all the money in the world." Awesome, but I bet you there's a lot of women who feel like shit after scrolling and consuming content on Instagram mindlessly. And that, girlfriend, is where you got to cut that shit out. If you have a compare yourself problem, then you should be cutting back your time spent scrolling through pictures because that's not good for you. If that's something you really are struggling with, you have to nip that because less time consuming and spending more time creating happy bitch, happy bitch. And how I want to end this episode, the point that I really want to make or something I don't want you to forget as women to like pin this in your brain somehow is to really, all of this goes back to self-love and in our friendships, water who waters you. And you don't have to have everybody like you all the fucking time and your real friends will show you that they're your real friends. We're all different in our own way. 
and everybody isn't going to love everybody 100% all the fucking time. And communication, it's just like your relationship at home. You have to work on relationships that mean something to you. Now, I'll tell you, in this season of life with small children, it's hard. Like, I carry guilt around. Like, I'm not the best texter back sometimes, and I'm not really good at calling someone back the same day. And it's not personal. I just fucking have severe ADHD, maybe, as well as I'm living life here on the home front. And I have my priorities. And it does not mean that that person's not on my priority list. It just means that there are one's higher. And just this fact of me trying to justify myself right now is what we shouldn't have to do, ladies. We should not have to justify if we need low-maintenance friendships in our life. The people that want to stick around will stick around. And you know what? When we come in contact with other women, keep in mind, keep in the forefront, here's the South Park moment, that we are all people. We're all human beings. And we're all, for the most part, doing the very best we can. And I know people can be like, wait, 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 she fucking sucks. And there are some people that live life and don't want to self-reflect. They lack self-awareness. They lack empathy. Or they're just really, the vibe is really clashing. And then I would say, don't fucking hang out with them. But... Even the crummiest bitches of them all, yeah, see past that for your own fucking sake and benefit. Hurt bitches can be dumb bitches, you know, hurt people hurt people. And so look at looking at them from the eyes of love really will give you some relief ultimately. And not giving them an excuse, but a lesson in grace, karma, honor, love. We shouldn't look at other pretty girls as threats. They're gems. We all have things that make us unique, and our vibe is the motherfucking jam. You can improve that right now. So if you have something about yourself that you don't like, physically, whatever, you know, you can get that improved. I think we're in a fucking avatar, and you can customize that bitch however you fucking want, and no one should give you shit for fucking doing anything you want to your body. But what you can do right now, what you can do right now to make yourself hotter is work on yourself, love yourself, realize that all the outside shit, like your tits, the butt, that's like, what? what's in? It used to be small butts, now it's big butts, big boobs, little boobs, short hair, long hair, blondes, brunettes, piercings, not piercings, grungy, preppy, like that's always going to evolve, but your vibe, who you are, your character, your sexy, what makes you beautiful inside and out, she's getting emo, this is for the ladies, look at other women as other beautiful gems and that no one is you. So she may be super fucking hot. Oh, I love her look. I love her style. I love her hair. I love all that shit. But dude, I'm fucking pretty too. And nobody's me. So that she has, she's her. And you know what? Sometimes just to make everyone feel a little bit better, the prettiest girl in the room can be the dumbest bitch in the room. And the prettiest girl in the room can also be the baddest bitch in the room. And it's all about 
who she fucking is. Because I know some pretty girls that when they open their fucking mouth, they're not so fucking cute anymore. And I know some girls that when I walked in, I didn't do a triple take and my jaw didn't drop and I'm not like, holy shit, she's fucking hot. But guess what? Something about her is intriguing, endearing. And when she speaks, she's now the light of the room. When she speaks, everybody's listening. She's vivacious. She's a succubus with their energy. And I don't mean in the bad way. I mean in the good way. Your vibe can make you fucking hot as shit. I promise. I swear to God, go on Instagram and find a girl that if you just like saw her, I know you do it. I know you bitches see it. Have you ever seen a girl and she's like mediocre pretty? And the more you follow her and you fall in love with her message, what she does, how she uplifts other women, how she loves her family. And I know we have to be realistic, but you definitely can choose who you follow. And if you follow someone and you feel like shit about yourself, then you should unfollow them because now you're you're not doing anything. You're not, that doesn't inspire you. It makes you feel like shit. But have you ever followed someone who inspires you and they're... If If you never would have heard a word they said, you would have not been like, they are just gorgeous. But because you love what they're giving, you're like, ah, she is, she has it all. She's the whole package. And when you start to look at other women, like other pretty, pretty princesses that are all, I mean, think about it. Come on, Ariel, Jasmine, Belle, Cinderella, all those bitches. I bet they were all cool and chill. Maybe not. Maybe they were a fucking nightmare. But they were all princesses that had something different to offer. It's really, really getting corny. It's I'm cringing. But I'm saying this because once you do that, you'll make more friends and you'll be happy and you'll love those bitches and you'll stop looking at women as a threat because if you're looking at other women as a threat, that has everything to do with you. And I know that some people could get offended. Even sometimes I'm like, "Ah, but you know what? There are scandalous bitches who throw themselves on dudes. And it's like, that's true too. And those bitches can burn in fucking hell. And I wish you nothing but a lifetime of misery. But your man shouldn't be putting himself in that situation either. I mean, he can't literally be like tied. It's not a porn. I'm, I'm sure there's been crazy circumstances, but the guy's got to get there. Okay. Don't be the girl who's blaming the girl for why your man cheated on you. Okay. Your man is probably a pig. Don't want to break your heart. Just talking statistically. I know accidents happen, but okay. Back to the positive. Who do you want to be remembered as to other people? Women. Do you want to be remembered as a stuck up cunt? Or do you want to be remembered as a fearless, maybe in my case, a foul-mouthed, a fearless, foul-mouthed, badass lover bitch? Because I would prefer the latter. Okay, y'all, that was fun. I hope you ladies got something out of this, whether it was you laughed, you were able to look inward, you were able, you know what? I ended this and I'm going to like give my neighbor bitch the peace sign when I drive out. No, I'm fucking not. I'm done with that bitch. Um, and you know what? I was really able to tell all this because I know for a fact that she would rather die three times in a row than tell me that she listened to this and heard this or even know that it exists. She would never give me that credit. So I love you so much, horny bitches. Come back next Monday. Tell a friend 
Tell everyone you fucking know. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe. Make your whole family subscribe minus your children. Tell anyone you think that might like it. Maybe will even hate listen. Whichever, just as long as they don't give me one star. I got my first one star. So whoever you are, love you. Thanks for the hate. Listen. And maybe I can change your mind. Also, you can follow me. Uh, the TikTok is the Horny Housewife. Instagram is at Jordan, J O R D Y N R A E Ray 555. You'll see all personal pictures of me. I do stories. I'm quite hilarious in my humble, humble opinion. And I occasionally will post pictures of me in a slutty outfit. So head over there. Honestly, I'll post as many as I possibly can. So when I get out of these mom clothes and in a cute outfit, she's snapping one. Okay, I love you. I'll see you next Monday. We're going to talk about dicks, 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 all the dicks, like all the things about a dick. Okay, see you next week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.